I'm Natalie. And I'm Christy. And we are the Prodigal Daughters. I love that the last episode we recorded, we talked about how busy the summer was going to be and how excited I was for summer and how I had a feeling I may have overbooked and overcommitted. Yeah. And here we are. Uh, the self-fulfilling see, a little bit more than a month <laughs> since the last time we uploaded anything. Yeah. Um, I would say that that was accurate. Yeah. I definitely overcommitted. Mm-hmm. And it's been a very busy summer, if you ask me. Yeah. If you ask my children, it has been the world's slowest summer ever <sighs> known to man. I have led them to boredom. There's nothing to do in this house. Why can't we go somewhere? <laughs> yeah, but that's been my summer in a nutshell. This is the first time, well, I take it back. I saw Christy once at church. Yeah. But otherwise, I haven't seen you, I don't think, since I've June. Been, I've been busy, too. Um, I've been gone. I've been gone a lot. Um, so, well, every summer, we take a trip to Kentucky for uh, just family time. It's when, uh, you know, my kids used to be in school. It's when they'd have time off and when my brother-in-law's kids would have time off. So we'd all go to Kentucky and spend time in Kentucky. And so we do that every year. It's really fun. But now that, um, you know, due to COVID, Josh has still been uh, working from home and I don't have a job really <laughs> in the traditional sense anyway. Um, I don't, I don't go in, clock in anywhere uh, as a full-time job. So I, we just, yeah, we went. Uh, we went. Uh, we traveled the world at Epcot. Woohoo! <laughs> we, We're gonna do that in October again. So it's good. I mean, um, they had recently Disney had taken away masks outside, and that's typically what all we do when we're there is stay outside. So that was perfect. We really enjoyed it. Um, de- to me, it definitely made a difference. I know some people don't care about the masks. I don't like them because it's really hot and it's humid. Yeah, and you're just breathing in your own, especially in Florida. That's it's why it's so terrible because it's I mean, so hot and you're just sweating yes. and you're sweating into it. And to the point where like your nose starts to run because you're sweating. Yes. And then you just think about all the nastiness that's sitting on your mask that yeah. you're just like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. That's why I, I think that people who are like, oh, I don't know what your problem is with masks. They haven't experienced the humidity Florida. of like breathing in a mask. Disney and, masks. And wearing. I, yeah. And then I also wear glasses. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, so all the qu- fogging up. It's just annoying. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying it's the worst. Just annoying. I'm just saying it's annoying. That's okay. That's the right thing to say. I think it's fine to say. I'm Very accurate. Say. Masks suck. I hate them. I do. I'll voice it. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so we went to Epcot, traveled around the world, just Josh and I. Josh and I got to have, for the first time in a long time, some us time, which was really nice because grandparents came. They watched the kids. You did what I said. Yes. You did what I said. Yes. And and I told you, I get to do it twice a year. Yes. But not more than that, really. Well, (laughs) yeah. I think same with us, kind of, to an extent. But wasn't it so nice? You kind of got to be like kids together. And it does make a difference. It, it was does. really nice. Um, and then uh, my one of my uh, father-in-law's friends from work, he used to work at CSX in Jacksonville on the railroad. And one of his friends um, is much older now. And so not COVID related, but he had actually had a fall or something. So he was going through therapy. And so they're like, hey, we need someone to like take over our uh, timeshare for a week because we were going to go and now we can't. And we were like, yeah. So we went to Tennessee, and it was great. We had never stayed in Gatlinburg before. It was really nice. Um, it's a very family-friendly place. So we were like, ooh, we kind of miss the kids. But we still enjoyed. I mean, we did, you know. You guys did a lot. Looking we at did your a pictures. lot. You guys did a lot. We did whitewater rafting. We did lots of bourbon tours. Yeah. <laughs> we're not those Christians. We drink. So we were like... You know, let's go responsibly. On the, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went on the we went on the bourbon tours. We went on moonshine tours. We went on. We had a wine tour. It was really nice. I mean, there's a lot to do in Gatlinburg. Yeah, it's really fun. We I've saw never been. a baby bear. Baby oh, black bear. I did see the pictures of that. Mm-hmm. And we saw. Okay, this was the okay. We love to talk about Karen's stories, right? I feel like I have to tell you the story. I think I may have already told you, but just in case. Okay, we're going up the lift in Gatlinburg, and I look down, and I'm like, that's a beaver! That is a beaver. Oh, it's not just a beaver. It's a little girl feeding the beaver potato chips. So what does Christy Karen do? Christy Karen says, that's bad for them! Don't feed them potato chips! 
Oh, no. And I'm yelling at the little girl, like, don't do that. Don't feed them. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. I'm a Karen. Whatever. Like, I could have, I mean, it didn't stop her. So it's not like it made a difference. But maybe now her parents will be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be feeding wildlife potato yeah, chips. She didn't stop her kid then. They're not going to stop her in the future. But, you know, either they did or they didn't see her. Let's let's be honest. Um, but we, we had a really good time. And then we were... And then we were, that was a whole week, and then we were in Kentucky for like two and a half weeks. So it, it was, we were gone for, I don't know, a little over a month all together, um, kind of out of pocket. And it honestly, it kind of felt like coming back. It was like, oh, I have a like real life to get back to. Like when yeah. you live out of a suitcase for like five weeks, yeah, it just feels like, oh, it's okay, it's time to be home, but like, I don't, this feels weird. <laughs> See, I was ready to come home, which is yeah. a feeling that I like to have because I never have it because I'm always home. So, um, we started the summer out, I guess, with um, first we did a Spartan race. I think that was first. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. So we went to North Carolina with a group of adults, left my kids here, and yeah. stayed in this big house. It was really cute. And we ran the Spartan, which Ryan kicked everyone's butt. I think I predicted and told you that he would do that. Now, again, my husband does not work out. Yeah, that that's my question. <coughs> How did he do this without... Um, he does it every time and he'll tell you, you know, Ryan's not shy. He'll tell you, I'll kick everyone's butt. And he does. In fact, all the things, most of the things that required climbing, he just did with his upper body. Well, he he does work with his body (coughs) for a living. Yeah. So it's like, he doesn't. That's what I say is that his workout is like daily. His job is his workout. So I guess I'll give him that a bit, but no, he schooled everyone. He like did every single obstacle with ease and was just fine. Um, everyone was like, I hate your husband, but also, like, that's awesome. So we did that. That was fun. We went to an arcade there. I sent you a text because I was like, man, Chandler would love this arcade. It's yeah. so cool, like, all the different things you could play and do all the old game systems. And Yeah. Um, so we did that. We, um, what else did we do while we were there? <coughs> um, we went on a hike. Not much. So then we came home. Then it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. Didn't do anything. Um, we just kind of had like a game night at home. And then went to, I had a girl's trip planned to uh, Georgia, to the wine country over there. And we just kind of went on this really fun little wine tour where it was like this fancy bus picks you up in town and with a bunch of other people that signed up for the trip too. And you go to four or five different wineries in the area. And one of them, you stop and you have lunch. But it's like a booze tour? It's a wine tour. It's all yeah. wine. But, it, yeah, kind of, I guess, like, so on this trip, of course, you know me. I can make a friend anywhere. Mm-hmm. I love it. And so my friend's always the same way. We're both very, like, outgoing and we can make friends. So we had in this bus um, two couples um, around our age, I'd say. One, well, one of them, his... No, she was, I don't know, his girlfriend, fiance, girlfriend, whatever, was much younger, I thought. But uh, really sweet couples, really enjoyed them. Like, we got we got along great. And the other half of the bus was a group of moms from Tennessee that I thought were way older than me. Turns out they are our age. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, hey, thank oh. you, God, for my skin. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but they were really fun, too. They were a little naughty. You can tell they all went to college together, and, like, this was their reunion, like, go have fun weekend thing. So we just had a lot of fun going, drank some amazing wine, um, and then just did a bunch of shopping in town, did some hiking. Um, the last day was probably my favorite, and literally all we did was sit in our little adorable cabin, which I'll have to show pictures and I'll post them on the Facebook. Um, but we sat in this cabin we watched Virgin River, the newest season, from start to finish, and just kind of vegged on the couch with no interruptions, no children asking you to do something, no feeling guilty that you're laying on the couch doing nothing. Yeah. It was glorious to just sit there and do nothing. That was, like, probably the best part of that trip. But, um, yeah, then I got home and had, like, a sick family that I had to take care of, which was not so fun. And I'm like, okay, God, I get your point. Like, I need to <laughs> do less... Less selfish trips. Um, but, yeah. And Bella's decided she no longer wants to play volleyball. So after all those practices and things I was taking her to. Wait, I thought she liked volleyball more than soccer. Well, so did I. Okay. Well, Turns out she is lazy. You know, the fickle. fickle um, but, yeah. Ezra's still doing CrossFit with me. Um, school starts in two weeks. I've been, like, kind of 
had that realization the other day and I was like, oh no, I got to get everything ready for him. Since this is a new school for Bella, because it's high school, I had to get all her high school uniforms, which mm-hmm. I have been a dealing on Facebook dealing wonder. I hate doing that. I'm not that You're person market, at all. Are you marketplace wheeling and dealing? Not marketplace, but there's a buy, like a oh, school yeah. buy sell trade kind of thing mm-hmm. for the school. And so I've been like going places, meeting people. But I got all her uniforms, I'd say for under $200, which oh. for uniforms, like brand new, not brand new, but like trying to create a whole wardrobe of uniforms for the first time, that's that's huge. So, happy about that. Yeah. Man, those groups can really pay for themselves. Just, I mean, I hate yeah. Facebook. We all hate I Facebook. hate them. But they have a purpose, and that purpose yeah. is to host these groups. <laughs> yeah. But I will say it was a bit, like, for books and stuff, I just went and bought everything new because I was like, there are sharks on there. That's the other thing. Like, going to where my kids go to, my other two kids go to school, where Bella did go to school, there was no, I'll sell you this. It was, do you need this? You can have it. And oh. nobody charged you for anything. It was just like, hey, I'm not going to use this again. Have it. No, no. These parents, I'm going to say parents, but you know, I mean these moms, they're like, no, they're sharks. They're like, no, I want $5 a shirt. I want this per this. Uh, the book, I want $70. For, you know, like, I get they were expensive to buy at first at some point, but you've obviously held on to it for a little bit. Like, wait, 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 wait. At these schools, at these private schools, you have to pay for the books. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, you pay tuition and everything. Mm-hmm. The tuition doesn't include the books. Mm-mm. Well, Bella and uh, or the old school did, but high school does not. Oh. I don't know why. That seems like a Maybe racket. they give you a break in cost. They, they don't charge you as much. I don't know. But I have a lot of books now, and I'm like, all right, please don't change the ISBN before Ezra has to go through this. So, like, I'll have everything he needs minus English because Bella got... I'm not um, saying Ezra won't get English honors, but see, I did not know this. This is this is a revelation to me. I mean, I'm gonna be homeschooling, so it doesn't really affect me. But I did not know that. Yeah. Yep. Yikes! So you guys are people who are private schooling are really paying out. Every well, which way. Florida's really good about like paying for school for you if you can't afford private school. So mm-hmm. we have that going for us. So you really, like I'm like grant or something. Yeah, it's called Step Up. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah, they'll cover. Is it the McKay? They have, like, four... No, ours is the empowerment one, Okay. I believe. So now, like, I literally just have to apply for it. They won't even blink an eye, and they give it to me for all the kids every year. Okay. And Vivian gets it for sure. I think they all do now, but Vivian gets it for life. I don't know how that happened or why that happened. Like, all of a sudden, they just said, hey, no, she actually gets this for life. And I was like, what did I do? Wow. Like, did I win a lottery? I don't understand. And I asked the school, and they were like, don't ask questions. Just thank God for it and move on. And I was like, <laughs> well, I can do that. So thank you, Jesus. I'll and- have to pick your brain about that because while I was at my homeschool convention this past week, I'm one of those people now. I go to homeschool conventions. <laughs> I'm going to, like, I'm going to be trying to convert people to homeschooling. This is my new, this is my new mission in life. Um I went to a homeschool convention, and there was, like, a whole booth. Like, you know how conventions have expos? Yeah. Uh, expo- exhibit halls with vendors? One of them was the Step Up people. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we have this scholarship and this scholarship. I'm like, they I don't know what any bunch, of these things mean. A whole bunch. If so. you are living in Florida, if you're listening to this and you live in Florida, um, and either you are like, hey, I can't afford private school, or, hey, my family's in the military, or your family is in, they're somehow involved with the police, or firefighters, rescue, like any of those things, look into Step Up because if you either want to send your kid to a private school or you want to maybe send your kid to a a different um, district that's not your district, they'll pay for your gas to get you there. So, like, there's a whole bunch that you can do and that they'll help provide you with, and there's almost always leftover every year. Um, So we'll we'll put a link to it maybe in the bottom of this, but check it out. Definitely check it out. So one of the programs that I was... Um, told to look more into was specific to children with IEPs and or some yes. type of learning disability. Yes. Obviously, you guys know Chandler has an IEP. Um, he has a diagnosis that would qualify for him uh, for, I forget the name of the scholarship. It's not the one that, it, it's under Step Up. Yeah, Step yeah, Up yeah. promotes it, it's but like it's, McKay or like it's not the, McKay. It's, they just, it was one. Gardner, but they just changed, oh, they changed it recently. Okay. So, but the, okay. And this is, I know, I'm going to reveal a little bit too much of myself with this comment, and maybe people have already picked up on it who listen to this, but I don't 100% trust these kinds of programs because I don't want them at any point to come back and say, you didn't teach what I wanted the kid to learn, or, oh. or like, you have to give the money back because, you, because we found that you didn't use enough curriculum or you didn't um, use the curriculum that we would have wanted you to. I, like, I don't want them to have any kind of excuse 
to be able to stop me from doing what I what I want to do homeschool wise. Or the other side, I was reading there's some like rules in it that you can only use it if you like are basically promising to not put the child back in school. So like what if something were to happen and I needed to put him back in for some reason, like I mean, God forbid something major happened. They never follow up on anything. They really don't. Yeah, I mean, that's what intellectually I know that that's that. Yeah, yeah. Them the coming after just me, always there. but it's like I don't want to dig myself into whole. So, so I told Josh, I was like, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to legalize this. We're gonna have to like, look, as a lawyer, look at it. Through <laughs> you're those a lawyer, kind of Josh. Can you, please. You Did know, you know that you can get? Oh, there's also a part of it every year. They give you a, if you can get one of these. If you're eligible for one of these, you can also. Uh, they give you a certain amount of money to buy new new stuff with, like new computer, new, like anything you might need for learning, but it's only for kids with like IEP. My friend Zoe was actually just telling me, because they utilize that part of it, where every year they, um, as long as you are, you get it, you get a certain amount extra to go and buy supplies. I don't know if they <clears> changed <throat> it or if there is that too, and that I, was still, I haven't heard about that, but this amount that the scholarship is kind of large. Yeah. Larger than I expected. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's so, it's on top of. If I okay. I mean, I'll have to, I had told her to send me more information because I never knew about it. And she's like, oh, yeah, if you have this. She goes, I use it every year for my son. And this year he got himself a, and it'll only work for like a PC though. Like, and it has to be like at this certain amount. Huh. Yeah. yeah I'll have to look at it because Chandler could use a computer. He's right now is using um, Josh's computer, but um, Josh doesn't need it because he uses his work computer. Yeah. Uh, but it would be nice for him to be able to have its own where, like, it doesn't have to move around room to room. I mean, it's not necessary, but it would be, uh, it would make things slightly more convenient. But anyways, yeah, I'm hoping to expand curriculum. We've already started, um, we actually started a couple of weeks ago. So this was, like, the second week where I was, like, teaching him something every day. This week has been the first week where I've been, like, I've had curriculum and, like, this is what we're going to do and more structured um i really like the structured element of the way that um i'm gonna do it but a lot of people also like the unstructuredness of homeschool so we'll see like i'll probably oscillate on certain days like one of the days this week um i had a meeting in the morning i'm like well school's not gonna start until 10 when i'm done with my meeting and until 10 you can read i need you to read for 30 minutes and then you can play games for a few minutes and then at 10 o'clock we'll start the actual curriculum that I have set for today. So it's been kind of nice that, like, flexibility is just, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. My kids think I'm <clears throat> the world's worst mother this summer because they're so bored. They're so bored. Um, <laughs> although Bella's totally, like, this is her element. She's content being locked up in her room with her guitars and her Drawing. art and her friends on the phone. So to the point now where I'm like, you know what, we have two weeks left of school, giving you all limits on what you can use devices on. Because once school starts, I'm going to start with you guys get an hour a day, and that's gracious. And if your grades slip, it gets pl- – um, that's the first thing that goes. So oh, yeah. um, we'll see. We'll see how this all works. I'm trying really hard. This is the first year. I don't know why, but it feels really weird to me, the back-to-school time now. Usually I'm, I'm frantic mode, and I'm kind of there, but I also am realizing I'm, a- I'm ahead of the schedule. I think I have just about everything purchased that needs to be purchased. I ordered all their shoes. They're getting here today. Thank you, Amazon. Not that I need to give you more money, but whatever. <laughs> made my life easier. People. You can send more people to space. For, what, for five more minutes. Um, and then, yeah, I'm feeling, I think I feel bad that I'm feeling good about where I'm at for back to school stuff. Also a little nervous on how this is going to play out me driving to two different schools. Uh, yeah. And like where, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it all works out. Is it going to... Because, like, do you, what time do you have to be on work? Nine? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm watching a team again. I'm managing a team. So that means I can kind of create my own schedule. It works best, which is nice. But if I go back to my normal job, then I'm supposed... To, uh, 7 a.m. is when I'm supposed to start. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. At least your parents aren't far. That's always... That's yes. Always. Yes. Maybe they could help. Or, I don't know. <laughs> oh, they will. Um, they will pick them up from school, which is awesome. They probably won't take them often just because my parents stay up till super late and then go to bed. So they don't wake up early. Mm-hmm. But they almost always help me out with pickup, which is nice. Um, I could technically get... They have a service for pickup for Bella, but it's like 1200 bucks a year. And I was oh like, my gosh. nah, I'm good. I'll figure out a way to get her there. Although I'm going to pay it in tolls. But... It's fine. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, But 
Let's let's chat about something else. I'm sure people are like, cool, you guys can keep talking about your kids' <laughs> schedules and stuff. That's that's awesome. Um, so as far as Bible stuff, I have been, I think I mentioned, I don't know what I mentioned last time, so I apologize if I'm a broken record. Um, I started back at the Bible from the beginning again, um, going through Genesis, and I am... Still in Genesis, but I am almost at the end of it. So I'm right at the part where Joseph um, is about, he's deceiving his brothers. So it's been great. I've been seeing things in there that I don't think I had caught before, which has been really cool. Um, That's always cool. Yeah. Things that I'm like, what? And then I'll message Pastor Matt like, am I wrong in, in what I think that I'm seeing? And he'll be like, no, that's that's amazing. And I'm like, whoa, God's never opened my eyes to that before. So that's pretty cool. Um, I also got a a new Bible study, which I have to say, maybe unpopular opinion, and it may just be me, or maybe there's more of you out there. I am not a structured Bible study kind of person. I'm not. I really don't enjoy Bible study books that ask me to write something down after, or like the journaling for this and that. I might get something out of reading a little bit about it, but I just genuinely don't like Bible studies. I've tried so many, and I don't like them. Uh, this new one I have, it's not bad. What is it? Uh, it's the one I told you about, about the idols. Like, actually, oh, yeah. it's really, really informative, and, and that's great. Um, I would say I enjoy the reading part of it, but I just feel like the answers are, like, everything I'm, I guess, kind of already thinking I'm not going to get anything more out of what I'm thinking by writing it down. Yeah. Um, because it's now it feels like, like the assignment that it's like, oh, I'm going to write down the answer that you want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just, it's silly to me and, and I feel like it's a waste of time, but. Um, it, it is an unpopular <clears throat> opinion, I think, but I guess it depends on who you're talking to because I would say that, and I could be wrong, this is sort of anecdotal, so I'll admit that. I would say that people who seem to get the most out of a structured Bible study tend to be the newer Christians. And maybe that's it. Um, maybe I'm just past it and I'm like, like, there needs to be, like, a level up option. Yes. Like, yes. One of the level up options. Maybe maybe you and I should write maybe a level I, up. Yeah, like, I need an intellectual, like, like, but also, like, not so much that it's, like, here where it's, like, I don't know what you want me to get. I, okay, I understand. Yeah. I'm reading it. There's things I'm pulling from it, but I'm not going to, I'm also not wanting to dissect every little thing and read into things that maybe I'm reading into that it's like, no, that's actually what it means. You know what would be interesting is if there was an intermediate Bible study that included, like, more of the Greek and, like, more that of the That I would historical. love. See, like, that would be good. They're, I'm sure they exist. We just don't know what they but are. But the journaling. I don't want to journal. That's my thing. <laughs> I just, I don't have time to journal. I don't want to journal. If I'm going to journal, it's going to be in the form of prayer, and it's going to be directly to God's ears. Like, that's yeah. how it is for me. It's going to yeah. be a prayer. yeah. It just, yeah. I'm the same. Okay, so I'll, I'll have to, I have to share that, to me, your opinion is not super unpopular. To me, I know it's probably unpopular. Again, I think there's probably the sect of Christians who would say that's an unpopular opinion. You can get a lot out of a out of a Bible study. And, and sometimes I think you probably can. I think it really depends on who you're also doing it with. I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think individual Bible studies are as inherently effective as a group Bible study. But that's just my personal opinion. I agree with that. I think when you bring in other voices, other opinions, it really helps grow what that understanding of the scripture is. But it also depends on the group. So it really, it just, it depends. But I've done, um, what's her name? Uh, Schreier? 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 Schreier's uh, Army of Priscilla Schreier. Priscilla Schreier. That one. Army of God. Yes. Armor, armor, armor of God. Armor of God. Yes, <laughs> that was one that changed my life. I will say. Yeah. Um, and I liked. Okay, okay. I'm glad that you brought that up because that one did have questions that I was able to think with. It was more intellectual. Yeah. In fact, that's one I've had Bella doing all summer. And um, there are some times where she's like, "Oh gosh, this feels like an English lesson. I don't, I don't want to sit here." But I'm like, "No, that I enjoy because it makes my brain actually work to think about, to write down, mm-hmm. to whatever." Yeah. You learn something new, even if it's just an aha, I should have known this, but it's an aha moment. I enjoyed that. Yeah. But these, like... Some of them are just, how, low, like, entry How do level. you think that you find idols like this right. in your life? Yeah. What do you do about it? Like, it's just very elementary questions that I'm like... We've, I've done this. I've been there. Um, I've already thought these things. Yes. yes. Yeah. I yes. totally get it. I actually 100% agree with you on this. Um, I am in a Bible study group that I love, and a lot of them really like 
the Bible studies, um, I gave my opinion that I would rather it not be a topical and rather it be based on a book than a topic. Um, and I think they ended up agreeing to that. We'll see how long that lasts. If they're like, okay, we've done books, now let's move on to topicals. And I just don't, I'm not super interested in the topical ones. I think diving into books is totally fine. But I, I will say, I've noticed, and I've done two now with this, this Bible study group, and some of the questions are very remedial. And then some of the questions are even are remedial, but I still appreciate them because still a, they're still good thoughts to think about. They're still good things to maybe uh, ponder on again, even if I've had those thoughts or had those questions or whatever. Um, but I've done the, uh, right now we're doing Romans, and we previously did Seamless by Angie Smith. Mm-hmm. And Seamless by Angie Smith really opened my eyes to the fact that, like, there is a good place for books like that where it's going through the entire Bible at a glance. It's very quick. You quickly go through the entire Bible, and you just get all the highlights. And I was thinking, like, <laughs> this is so good for people who have never read the Bible. Yeah. Because I, until the last three years, had never read the Bible from start to finish. Yeah. And if you haven't read the Bible from start to finish, it can feel daunting. But if you break it up into smaller bits so you can understand the basics of it and then go back Mm -hmm. in and dive in deeper, I think there's a lot of value to that. So I think they all have their place. I think they all have their purpose. Now, it also matters who writes them because the one that we're reading right now, like, there are some things that I'm like, I feel like she goes on a little bit too much into, like, how her analogy on it. I'm like, I don't really care about your analogy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which no, I, I know sounds bad, but I just don't. I would rather it be like, <laughs> this is what God says. This is what the author of this chapter says, Paul, for example. And what do you think God is trying to tell yeah. you through this scripture? Like, I would rather think of it in terms of that than, oh, here's an analogy of some conversation I have with some random person that you don't know. And this is how it applies. And I'm like, mm. I see where that has value too, but I just personally don't get a lot. It's like out all of the it. devotionals in your Bible that you never read. And you're like, "Yep, <laughs> move along, move it along." Why yeah. does this have to take up a page? Yeah, yeah. The one I had to look up our conversation to figure out the name of it. More than anything, idolatry study, which I actually like this one because normally when you go through an idolatry study or sorts, like talk about it, you come up with the normal idols. But this one really is going into comfort, busyness, like yeah. all the things that I think most women are guilt—not just women, humans, but especially you know as I can relate to American um, women. Yeah, American women are, I think, guilty of without thinking about it. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I'm trying to be really effortful with looking to to God's word about, like, Sundays, for example. When, who is it that gave the talk on Sunday? Was it, I, I get confused at our church. Was it either Ben, Tyler, or, or Ben, Tim, or Matt? I'm going to say Matt. I don't know. But talking about just having our rest day, right? Oh, um, yeah. Being effortful about, like, don't do work on that day. Because I guilt myself on Sundays about, like, no, I can't nap or I can't sit and do nothing. I have to w- clean. I'm a Martha, you know. Like, I will I have to do everything for everyone. And, and instead, taking that time to just relax and see, kids, you want to do something? Do you want to go to the pool? Do you want to, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, <clears throat> another one is uh, obviously comfort and, like, you know, we don't think about how well, how blessed we are, but yeah. because in, in America we are so blessed with so many comforts, mm-hmm. we tend to think about things of like, oh, I could do that until you take my comfort away. Right. Right. And so like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can love Jesus until it becomes uncomfortable mm-hmm. for loving Jesus. Or I can I can read the Bible up until the point where now it's being a disservice to me because I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So things like that, that like, hey... Um, you know, what, where do I draw the lines of my, uh, my discomfort and, um, control? Yeah. Obviously I'm a huge control freak. I've a discussed this. Are. A lot of women yeah. like to have that. Um, and so just giving it to God, like this never ending story of a house that will one day be put on the market for us. <laughs> like I just have to let go of my control because when my, my control is there, I'm like, okay, I need to make a list and we have to get things done by this date and we have to do this and that. And if I don't do this, things won't ever happen. And instead of going, what I should be doing is the minute I start to feel that anxiety and that stress and that, that uneasiness in my chest, I need to go to God. I need to go to prayer. I need to go to scripture. I need to do something to know, help myself have his peace wash over me, but also to know that like he's in control no matter what. So if, if, if he's allowing things to get in the way with our time to work on the house, there's a reason that we're not over there working on the house. If if there's a reason the house has not sold now, maybe there's a family out there that 
this is the perfect home for them, but they're not ready to buy a house yet. They're still getting everything together. And maybe they've been praying for this house and they don't, they don't know what we're going through. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like I, you just don't know, like God's plan is always, it always ends up being so beautiful and perfect, but it doesn't feel that way leading up to it. It feels rocky and terrible and awful. Kind of like that meme we shared where it's like God's plan and us like being super unsure. So that's a big one is the control. Like I think most women have that control idol, but anyhow, it's, it's a decent Bible study minus the journaling. Um, I've actually underlined a lot of good little tidbits from it, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I have to admit, I'm a little disappointed in myself this summer. I have, I don't know what happened to my mentality. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it, I think it may have started with being so jolted out of my normal atmosphere that, and, and being busier during the day, like out doing things like whitewater rafting or hiking and things like that. Like I did not stay in the word this summer. Like I did not, 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 not to the, in the, cons- the not to the, cons- what am I trying to say? Not to the point not to the where, con- yes. <laughs> yeah, I have another word I was going to use. I know, but it works. But yeah. So, uh, so I was doing really great, like literally reading the Bible every day and then uh, once a week spending several hours, like more deep diving. Yeah. And then, yeah, the summer just, you know, it's not an excuse, and I feel really bad no, but about you're it. Not like, alone. But that's like, I'm like, I ke- one thing I did keep doing was I kept telling myself, like, this is still not okay. So I still tried to keep, like, at least a couple times a week listening to some podcast yeah. that was Christian based. Um, but it's still, I'm like, I really felt the difference between staying in the yeah. word. And then not being in the word. And there really is such a big difference. Like, I, you can feel it. You can sense it. Like, I yeah. think other people could probably feel it about me, too. Like, I think I'm a little different when I'm not as focused on him. I think I think we all are. I, you're, I will say, I think that what you're saying, again, most women in the summer go through, most Christian women in the summer go through this. And I think it's 100% that change of consistency, yeah. that change of my schedule, my kids are home vacation yeah. it takes you out of your norm your yeah. schedule your your normal day-to-day life is interrupted and <clears throat> so it's kind of like God gets put on the back burner a little which again that's that business that's that whatever like it's okay to go on vacation it's okay to do all these things mm-hmm. but remember you're blessed and God's blessed you to be able to do this and like yeah. we should be giving him the glory and thanking him but um it's just it's hard because we have so many distractions in our lives that tend to kind of we think about it, we feel guilty, I need to read my Bible, and then it's like, oh, I'm distracted by whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think that you're not alone. I definitely, I know I say I've been reading my Bible, um, I have not, I usually I'm someone that I'm every day, every day, every day, but I will say I'm like four to five days a week right now, on a good week, and on a bad week, I'm like three days a week, because I woke up later, because I went straight to this, and then to a meeting and then the kids were talking and every time I tried to read my Bible, Vivian kept coming in and I was like, well, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, or with Ryan being home the last bit of time, you know, I love my husband. He can be a little needy though. Yeah. And so it's, um, I think a lot of people are feeling it. And, and again, I also think to throw even more of another wrench into that pile or whatever, I'm again, bad at these things, but to throw some more into it, we have like a whole year's worth of, of, making up to do right so we had a whole year we call it the blip it's gone didn't get vacations didn't get fun time didn't get to do anything fast forward to this year restrictions are lifted oh, now we're gonna talk about yeah. talk about that but <laughs> restrictions were lifted everyone's like i got pto to burn let's do this so everyone's going on all these trips and doing all these things that they didn't get to do last year they need to get out of the house they need to go live their life and so I think that everyone's especially kind of a little bit jolted out of that. I know, like, for me, I feel disconnected from all of my Christian friends, my my church family. I don't—it's not that I've been spending a ton of time with other people. I haven't. I've just been stuck in this house working or, like, being gone with my family and that one little trip with a friend. But I haven't talked to anyone. Um, so I think we're all just a bit off this summer, and I'm really just praying that as we—as our summer closes— and yeah. we get our normal day-to-day routines back into check that, like, God becomes a huge part of that uh, again and that we will kind of try to revolve around that and make our lives revolve around that. 
uh, I'm hopeful, and that's my prayer, that um, as our church gets a building, yeah. as we can start to get together again, that we find that that closeness again. Yeah, that's definitely, I think, a part of it is we, and maybe it's not fair to, like, say, you know, I, because I, I take responsibility for the parts where I wasn't in the word myself, but there definitely has been a disconnect. It's like when you have a group of Christians that come together and then they're not coming together, mm-hmm. it does feel differently. And I think that that's something, I don't know if other churches have experienced but like I definitely felt that within our church. Yeah. Well, where, God calls out, calls it out in the Bible multiple times to gather Gather. Right. And so when when I was gone for a month, I wasn't gathering with my people. Like yeah. I wasn't gathering with my church. But even when my church has been gathering, because we've been in a different place, I mean, I don't know how many people listen to this who don't go to our church, but but for the people who don't go to our church, uh, you know, our church got moved because of COVID. So like all of the things around COVID really jolted like how familiar we all feel with each other, how much we yeah. got to interact with each other, how many things that we've been doing with each other. Like we really haven't ever gotten back. We really haven't ever gotten mm-hmm. back since COVID's happened. Like, we we go and we listen to sermons still, and the sermons are still good. It's just that we don't have that closeness that we once had. Yeah. And that's it's that's not an excuse for me not reading my Bible every day, but it does, I think it does add to maybe that life. general yeah. feeling of, like, being disconnected. Filling like, that spiritual tank up. Yeah. It, like, God knows that we're not meant to be alone. Like, that's... Yeah. Again, I'll bring it back to C.S. Lewis. Like, yeah. if, if we know nothing about God and we just kind of are going off of our, our how we were created, that is in the patchwork of our being is yeah. that it is not okay for there only to be one. It's not okay to be alone. That's why God created Eve to have as a partner. So we're not meant to go off on our own devices and, and whether or not we're in the Bible and whatnot, I think you'll still feel that missing piece. Yeah. Because we're not meant to go about it alone. Yeah. I, this actually really breaks my heart. And I know this is not exactly the way we were heading. But, um, so, you know, I like to throw them on your engine. Um, I've been thinking a lot about this with my mom because we recently, well, we recently had the the birthday of um, my brother who passed in January. And so my mom is doing not so great with that. Um, cause in 2019 she lost her mom and then in 2021, early, early 2021, she lost her son, her first son. So she's not doing so hot with that kind of stuff. And I'm like, Hey, like, can, why don't we do like a grief counseling thing together? She's like, I'm not doing that. Hmm. And I'm like, but I think it would really help us to like maybe grieve together. Or if you don't want me to do it, like you can do it by yourself. Yeah. And like, there's, that's, that's, there's going to be people there who are going to be in your shoes feeling exactly how you're feeling. Like, mm. those are going to be your people. They can support you. They can be with you. Like, yeah. you're not meant to go this alone. And she's like, I'm not doing it. Aww. And I'm just like, but... <laughs> That's a bummer. Like, I'm so sad for her because I know how much it could help her if she would allow herself to be helped. And instead, she just decided that I'm going to be sad and I'm going to do it myself. And she is also somebody who does not go to church, refuses to go to church. And she just says she wants to be alone, but then she doesn't. And she knows that, but she won't connect the dots, like, as to why she feels alone. She's, I mean, honestly, that sounds like, like, she genuinely probably wants to, but there's probably something attacking her that's like, no, 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 you can do this yourself. You don't need to be around other people. Or maybe she's worried she'll be shamed, or maybe she's worried she'll, you know, whatever thing is going on in her mind is going to get called out or I don't know yeah she has like some social anxiety I mean she's never really been a people person she's very introverted like she doesn't really yeah she will even tell you I don't really like people (laughs) well and that's okay like because there's times where I genuinely don't like people which is more often than not I love people but I don't always like them um but I don't know I mean I think that maybe she I'll pray for her yeah and if you guys are out there pray pray for for Christy's mama that she will I mean, even if she goes to one of those, she doesn't have to talk, but maybe her, you know, the Holy Spirit will lead her there and, and it might just help her to hear and yeah. help her to heal yeah. and go through the the process of of what needs to happen. But Yeah, because she told me, she even told me, like, I took her out for that day because I knew it was going to be hard, so I took her out to dinner and um, got her a drink and... You know, she's just like, I've not been myself. You know, I'm not, I haven't, I don't know if I'll ever get back to myself. And I'm like, okay, well, I understand that to some extent, because maybe you'll never be the same. But like, what do you want to get back to? And if you want to get back to something, 
what are you doing to get back to it? And I guess, like, people hate my personality in this, but I'm, I'm kind of a practical person. So it's like, I don't... I want to be there for people who want to just vent or just want to have share their feelings, yeah. but I also want to help people. Yeah, you're right, those. and we know. <laughs> so I don't want people to just sit in their misery. Like, that doesn't feel good to me. I, if I think I know how I could help them, I want to be able to share it. Yeah. And I think that this is something that she needs help with. And sometimes it's really hard to just, like, not be able to help someone who you can tell needs help. It's really hard for me. Yeah. No, I get that. But maybe, I mean, honestly, in time, I'm... Well, yes, it was your brother that that passed away. It was her son. Yeah. It was her baby. So, yeah. and I know that things have been weird on and off for a while, but um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll she'll get there on her own. Not on her own, but she'll get to that point where she's like, I can't do this on my own. I need I need help. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll pray for her. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, too, the Holy Spirit can always just move her towards healing in his way that we can't even understand so there's always that uh, that third option that maybe the things that i'm saying she needs maybe she doesn't actually need or maybe she'll just buck the system for as long as she can and then hit rock bottom like everybody else <laughs> i don't know i don't know i'm laughing about this oh it's, it's just, okay it's, it's like laugh or it's cry. cynical it's cynical laughing <laughs> it's it fine it's fine well let's see let's flip this around um i don't know let's see i'm about to get my life back in order with kids getting out of my house and going, let me just also follow this up with, do you know how much my energy bill, my power bill was this month? This I don't want to know. The most know. it has ever been in my entire life. It's going to scare me. It will scare you because like I was $600? like, okay, I guess it's not that high. No, okay. but it's high. And <clears throat> I, um, I have put together, it's because my son wants to nonstop play video games. I'm working. Because we have children and everyone else here, we have to keep the air conditioning at a livable level. Um, Bella's on her devices watching stuff all day long. Vivian's playing games or watching TV. So, like, there's all the electricity all day long. Plus, add Ryan being home for a bit. So, but do you think, do you think it's, okay, I understand that, like, it does cost money to run like cords and things like that but it's it's hard to believe that like just running some devices would be super super expensive do you think there's something else going on potentially no okay i don't because it has to be three devices at the same time plus my work computers and all like you know the network plus like t multiple tvs and, and or monitors plus the air also our air conditioning has a leak we found okay, out so that's probably it though the ac is probably most of it <clears throat> it has been pumping a bit but it's like so 350 dollars, which i'm yeah. just like oh that hurts that hurts um but yeah so ready for kids to go to school so that i can like not have to consume that much energy throughout the no, day no get someone out here to look at that leak we did we okay. had someone they topped us off and then what they said they're gonna do is they have this tool they need that they ordered that they haven't received yet that will basically find the leak so they can fix it Okay. That'll help tremendously. Yeah. Because it's my understanding that AC really is, like, the biggest electricity suck, especially And it's summer. been so hot lately. Yeah. You know, it's funny because it really wasn't super, 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 super hot no. until, like, the last yeah. month. Yeah. It's all of a sudden now yeah. it's like, hey, do you remember what it's like to live in Florida? Let me remind <laughs> you. Don't walk outside because you're going to, like, sweat to death in five seconds. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So that's that's been interesting. Um, oh, I started working out. Hey, that's awesome. So, um, well, I think I may have mentioned it before, but um, there's a, a lady in my community who was like, hey, I'm a teacher, but I like to work out. I used to be a gym coach, and anybody who wants to help keep me accountable, I really need to be accountable. And me and uh, my friend Melissa, who hopefully will join us on a podcast one day, and my friend Farah, we're like, we all want to do it. So we've been like accountability partners. We go at seven o'clock every night, 30, 30 minutes. And we do like, um, inter like interval training kind of yeah. like five different, good. five different things, 30 seconds, each thing, 30 second break. It's been really good. Good. Um, I'm not like losing tons of weight, but I'm also going to be starting, um, intermittent fasting or nice. I am starting intermittent fasting. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I just, I don't even care as much about losing weight as I do about feeling healthy and really working out every day has made me feel better. Just yeah. releasing endorphins, sweating a lot. It's so hot that the humidity, just sweating while you're, it's just been good. Oh yeah. Like it's drain been, the toxins. And That's been, so I've been doing CrossFit now almost five days a week since oh, I started wow. other than when I was out of town. But I, because I was out of town so much and like 
almost like it being summer break here. I've been eating like crud. Mm -hmm. So between like eating and enjoying wine and like other things, I have gained like 10 or 15 pounds. So um, I've gone back to counting my macros and being really strict about it. We're having dry the rest of July. Oh. Dried the rest of July and dry August for a bit. Um, just to really try to get my body back to like, I don't need, I'll never be skinny again. I'm, I'm 35 now. I'm fine with that. I just want to be healthy. And like, I'm actually in this point now where I really would like to start building more muscle. Cause I'm today, I, I hit a, a new max for being able to do, um, with my bench press, which I was really excited about. Um, so I'm obviously building muscle and I can see muscle definition, but I'm like, don't love this number I see on the scale right now. So um, I'm back to being plant-based and um, counting macros, which I'm actually, it, I feel a lot better about it now. Like it doesn't feel so tedious. Um, I'm just getting creative with what I can use to fill up the, the different numbers. But um, <clears throat> yeah, that's been... I'll have to pick your brain another time about the macros because I'm, you know, I love my podcast. Uh, so I love Megan Kelly. I don't know if you know who she yeah, is. Yeah, I, know I love Kelly her. Is. I love her podcast. I think her podcast. I would recommend her podcast to anyone. She's not a Christian, or she says she is, but she's not. <laughs> Let's just be honest. She's a Catholic, and she is admittedly not a practicing Catholic. So, uh, but she uh, leans uh, slightly right of center. And uh, she just has a lot of different voices on the podcast. So I feel like it gives me a nice round experience of what is happening in the world. Um, Not a super echo chamber, if you will. And she recently had on someone in her podcast that talked about intermittent fasting and like Mm -hmm. how it's so good for your body. And like how, especially as we get older, it can be so important because like part of the problem with your metabolism as you get older is it starts to slow down. And so when you're constantly feeding your body, it's kind of the opposite of what we've always been told is like you need to eat eight times a day. Like really, that's the opposite because we're just, instead of burning the fat at some point during the day, you're putting more fat in and then it's not burning the fat. So um, unless you're working out, you know. I was say, I think it depends on your activity level and yeah. like how your lifestyle, but yeah, no. So if you're not going to the gym, you know, <clears throat> yeah. two hours a day, that's not as effective as just, you know, eating the right foods and eating them at the right time yeah. and not overeating. So... Um, anyways, I just thought it was really interesting, the whole... I've heard a lot of people do... I used to do it. Oh, yeah? Yep. Which kind did you do? Did you like Well, I did um, isogenics for about three, four years, three or four years, and I was at the best shape of my life. Is Um, that like a fast, like, from, uh, like, 8 to 12, or, like... No, that's not... every other day? It's a fast, like, yeah, it would be... um, in a week, you would do one to two days of fasting. Okay. So you could go two days, no eating, but you obviously drink... You're staying hydrated, and you're putting things in. Um, but then you, um, after that, go back to, to eating and obviously you're eating clean the rest of the week. Um, but you only do that a minimum, like of twice in a month. You don't do that more than twice in a month and then you can start it back up, but it really does help renew all the cells and things inside of your body. And I felt great when I did it. Um, I just, and I, I would try to do it again here and there, but it's like with my schedule and my lifestyle right now, I can't do it. And I think also with... That's when I was doing a lot more cardio and a lot more um, my own type of workout at my own pace. And with doing like CrossFit, I don't think that I could do intermittent fasting now. I just, yeah, you need to be able to replenish everything. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think the reason why also I gain weight, like even when I was doing well, I don't eat enough food. Mm -hmm. You don't realize like how much you need your bodies, especially if you're lifting any type of weights, right? That continues to burn over time. It's not something that just stops when the workout stops. That burn. Um, with your metabolism, it continues to burn and you're burning calories afterwards. So if you're not consuming and adding to it, then that it, it's just going to die out. There's nothing more for it to burn. So you're just kind of like hitting a, a dead end. You're hitting a wall mm. after you stop working out. So for whatever it's worth. Yeah, I definitely she think. She said weights are the way to go as you get older. So you got, you're got heading in the right direction. Yeah. No, I mean, it. Like you, if you've ever looked at online at those women that are in their 80s or 70s and you're like, no way. There's no way. They're A, ripped, and B, they look like they could be in their 50s. They look amazing. Nine times out of 10, they're doing some type of either CrossFit or like they're doing lifting or, you know, like and lifting, not just like a little lift or lifting heavy because you're not going to bulk up and look like super manly um unless you're taking the roids <laughs> but uh it's it's so good for your body make it keeps your bones strong it keeps your your muscles like from from 
what's the word when they die, not die, but when they, whatever. There's a word for it, but it keeps you having muscles. Yeah. Keeps your fat away. Keeps your your skin elastic. Um, it's good for you. Yeah. I, I think, too, like, I think there's a really good argument to be made that, like, you know, we've evolved, I guess, in some ways to not have to do certain things to survive, sure. But, like, there are so many things that, like, our primitive selves were good at. And need that to we do. Could, right. That yeah. we could really benefit from going back to some of those things. Yeah. I mean, we and we could talk about that all day. We could talk about how we shouldn't have as much screen time. We should talk we could talk about how we shouldn't be inundated with news. We could talk about yeah. how uh, you know how we how growing your own food and things like that are so good and also being busy, working. Yeah. You know, how good work is for your body. And obviously if you're working, you're lifting things. So that all kind of goes into it. And (laughs) I lift my hand to my keyboard. You know what I mean? Like work, work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside work. Physical Um, work. Physical work. That's right. Um, But like, you know, even uh, from to eating, you know, like eating lots of protein and fresh fruits, fruits and veggies. Like, I feel like no one is even disputing that anymore. But it's like it all comes back from like, what was our bodies made to? What were we supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. And then they ruined it in like the 40s and um, thinking they're making it better. No, I agree. Something that I've been really hitting heavy and like, this is whatever. We'll call it vanity. Sorry, idol. Um, But I'm trying really hard to balance it with like being healthy, being healthy. Don't obsess over it, but be healthy. Is I'm like, I'm 35 now. I've, I've taken care of my skin, but like now I really am in, investing in it so I'm buying more things that are maybe a little bit more pricey (laughs) and I'm trying to do all these like my nightly regimen I would say that's longer than me putting on makeup what I've been doing at night now maybe that'll be our next video (laughs) (laughs) if you ask Ryan it takes me a thousand years to get ready to go to bed but I'm like I've never been one that puts on lotion like daily like usually oh I'm gonna go I don't want my legs look ashy but now I'm putting it on a minimum of three times a day to keep my skin from becoming dehydrated and to try to keep it moist because the elasticity is dying as we know and like um, all of these like ch- cheap and not great brands are not doing benefit. They're not beneficial to your skin. They're actually probably doing worse to your skin than than if you were doing nothing. Um, and also like the important, the huge importance of sunscreen on your skin, on your face, um, and moisturizing, and and just all this stuff that I never really like. I knew about. I used. To, I mean, I went to beauty school. Like I knew about it, but I was also like, my skin's gonna look young forever. So. That's been my thing that I've been trying to do. Um, also, recently, lately, I've been getting, like, this weird acne going on. It's not, like, a ton of acne, but it's, like, you know, what you would normally get pre-period, like, I'm getting, like, throughout the month now instead of just that one mm-hmm. random week. So um, combating that, trying to figure out what it is, um, I think I know, and I think it has to do with my diet uh, from before. So I'm hoping that me cutting and going back plant-based is going to start cutting that oh, down, yeah. too. Um I've been really trying to get in tune with my body. <laughs> <laughs> trying really hard. But it's good. Yeah. It's good to so, listen. Listen to what you need. Yes. But don't obsess. Don't obsess. That yeah. is where I'm trying really hard to be like, you know what? It, it's okay. It's okay. No matter what, it's okay. So Yep, that's that's where I'm at. Um Well, uh as far as books. I got nothing. Uh just that Bible study. Um I bought a lot of books. I yeah. purchased a lot, just uh they have two Audible credits. Like maybe three, if that tells you anything. I but, need to do a better job of cataloging. I mean, I guess this podcast has helped a little bit, but then I'd have to go back and listen to all of them. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to, like, read 50 books in this year, and I think that that will be no problem um, because... You still have a while. Yeah. I still, well, not only that, but, like, I... There are some... There are audio. I'm including audiobooks. Yeah, and yeah. I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks. So I still haven't finished the the Communist Manifesto. I don't really know that I'm going to. I really got to a point where I just kind of got sick of hearing his opinions. Frankly, um, I mean he's he's very anti-religious, so he's never going to get me. Never going to align anything. But it's also I guess a point where you're like, you're annoying me. Yeah, yeah. I maybe I'll finish at some point. I just it's it just gets really repetitive and annoying. So I'm like, all right, I don't know how anyone gets through this. But but I really stopped listening to that. But then I we Josh and I listened to. Um, Yan Mi is a defector from North Korea, and I posted about it on Facebook, and I don't think Facebook liked it because no one even saw it. 
Oh, I didn't see it either. <laughs> no. How no. funny. They no, like, I noticed. Nobody saw it. They were it. like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you're like, Hide no. this. Right. I, I <laughs> you actually so. probably the only one that can see it. <laughs> I'll think... confirm later. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, In Order to Live. It's a book called In Order to Live. And she uh, lives in America now. But she escaped from North Korea to China, was sold into sex slavery, then had to escape from China into South Korea. And they're like... South Koreans are like, you guys are insane. We're going to have to re-educate you. And so this is the trauma of realizing all that she didn't even realize is going on in the world. Yeah. And then being worried that they're lying to her, too, because everyone's lied to her. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a really interesting, really interesting book. Very interesting experience for, I think, Americans should know about it. I think all Americans should understand. Pastor Ken was just talking to us about, like, uh, when I was listening to uh, The Last Sermon, like, there was a part where he mentioned people from North Korea. You don't realize how, like how brainwashed they are when, like, you hear... Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, you don't realize how, like... You think it's a joke when they say, like, they don't think that what's-his-butt poops. Like, he says, he tells them, I don't poop. Right. I, and they believe it. And you're like, how could anyone believe that someone doesn't poop? But it's like, well, if that's like a all... God. That's all that they're told. They're yeah. literally... If you think about being as a child and you're told, like, yeah, I get that you do that, but I'm special and I don't do that, you're going to believe him. And if you grow up the rest of your life being told that and never yeah. like obviously sitting there and seeing anything different you're you're gonna think that so well i mean i think the word propaganda is really being thrown around oh. way too much here in america but um you know uh to some extent propaganda starts somewhere so i guess whatever but like no they really have like crazy propaganda oh, yeah. like she said that her curriculum in math would be like two american bastards plus five american bastards equal how many american bastards and like they hate america so much that they literally like force in information about how evil like America and other societies are like they're the good ones everybody else is bad all these kinds of things and it's 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 down to like your the the examples they use in math and reading and like all those things yeah so anyways it's a really great book I highly recommend it it was um you know hard to listen to especially the way that she sees Christianity because of how she was growing up yeah and even though they were the ones that saved her she still saw them as like well they wanted me to believe something I didn't believe yeah and it's like well that's because you you know and she realizes it today like they helped me but she was in such a place of like everyone's lying to me that she couldn't even accept that there was a god because like my god if somebody was being kind they wouldn't want me to only believe in them because she's been told like the same thing her whole life. But anyways, so that was really interesting. That's one book that we finished. Um, and then I read Animal Farm. <laughs> oh, man, it's been a minute. <laughs> Animal Farm is really short. So I actually. I know. Like, I read Animal Farm in like seventh grade, I think. Yeah. And I hated it because I was like, these dumb animals. Oh, my Whatever. gosh. I couldn't. That. Whatever. Well, I didn't Well, the animals are socialists. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> They're communists. I remember. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, those poor animals, they had good intentions. Um, so I read always. that. <laughs> and then when I went to the convention, I found this one lady who, um, and we can talk about this another time, but uh, it's all about fi- figuring out how to not be, um, um, oh my God, what is the word why is this giving me? How to not be entitled. So it's like how to not oh. be entitled yourself and how to raise children that aren't entitled. So I, I went to like two of her lectures and then I bought her um, audio series about entitlement and discipline. And so um, I'm becoming crazy. That's okay. I welcome everyone along my journey of craziness. Like we've set up a whole new discipline system in our home and like how it's all revolved around chores so like you step out of line you get an extra chore and it's because you chose to get the chore because you chose not to follow the rules and so like the rules are known the chores are known there's no surprise and honestly Chandler's doing really well with it Lily's not onto it yet but no one expects a three-year-old to understand the, the complexities of this system so that she has to yeah, yeah. mature a little bit Trust for her to get, get it from Ezra every day. How come Vivian doesn't have to... <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, even the lady who writes it is like, yeah, this is really meant for, like, five to up. Yeah. But um, anyway, so we're doing that. That's another book that I'm reading. And then doing the Bible study on Romans. And um, my next book is going to be a Ben Shapiro book. So Nice. Yeah, the authoritarian moment. That's what I'm going to read next. Maybe I'll do that next. I don't know. I need more time. I need the kids gone first. And then I'll find a book. So, two weeks. I can make it happen. Yeah. Well, we're going to cut it. I think we're at an hour now. Uh, It's obviously been a bit. We had a lot to say. Uh, Miss you guys. Uh, I'll post some... We'll both post our vacation photos and summer photos on Facebook. So, 
you can see what we've been up to, but hopefully we won't wait another month and a half to, well, who knows, it's us. It might be, <laughs> but either way, um, we appreciate it if you guys listen to this. As always, um, if you need prayers or would like to um, just message us anything at all, you can do so through Facebook Messenger or send us an email to prodigaldaughters at, is it theprodigaldaughters at gmail.com? I think it's um, the Prodigal Daughters Podcast. Oh, the Prodigal Daughters Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Don't forget the podcast. It'll go to some rando <laughs> who used to have this name but doesn't anymore. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing week. God bless. Bye.